0: you are going to jail! Darian! What's good, planet Earth? Welcome back to For the Record. where three black 20-somethings trying to figure out life in a world on fire. I am one of your hosts, Derek Chauvin's prison buddy.
1: <laughs> I'm Darian Stevenson, <laughs> fine as wine, also known as the officer who put Derek Chauvin
0: in handcuffs.
2: <laughs> I'm Carlton Davis, man. It's the Fresh Prince.
0: Uh, D- Derek Chauvin's handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Derek
1: Chauvin. <laughs> I was expecting Carlton to know. it. I'm, I'm, I'm not clever.
0: Y'all, y'all
2: know I'm what not. What is that
0: hoe-ass nigga's actual name? His name is Derek Chauvin, right? Derek Chauvin, okay. yeah. Derek Chauvin. Yeah. Fuck I think him. I
1: said Chauvin last time,
0: but whatever. Um, And we'll get to that Porky Pig in just a few moments. <laughs> um, I do just want to give... He's a... Uh, <laughs> 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 um, I do just want to do check-ins with everybody. Uh, Darian, how are you doing?
1: Uh, I'm good. I have some good news. I just told you guys, but I did actually get into the University of Oregon, which was exciting. Right. Um, it's good to hear, but of course it was a day, or the exact day after I was supposed to give Syracuse my answer of whether or not I wanted to um, matriculate and be a part of the school. Right. And so, with that being said, though, I'm going to be a fucking... New Yorker here pretty soon. New York. Because I'm going to be moving up that way. East Coast, baby. But, um, yeah, I'm, like, in contact with a couple of people because I'm trying to find roommates to move up there. And uh, when are you leaving? It would be the very beginning of July. Oh, girl. Oh I know, oh my God. guys. We're like, not, no, no, no. We're not going to talk about we're it. We're going to have, I'm going to have, like, a going away party and everything. I might have a few, though, because I feel like a lot of my friends and family don't, like, necessarily mesh. Um...
0: Mm, so I'll probably do, like, smart. a couple
1: of things because, like, I want to make sure I'm actually spending time with, like, all of my friends Everybody. and family yeah. and things like that. Um, of course, I think my mom wants to have a party so people can, like, bring me things. And I'm coming. Uh, a, Your yeah. Your mom's cool. Yeah, and, the, yeah, you guys can definitely come and, like, we can still do stuff because, um, you know, she's going to cook, so. Mm. Yeah, please. I'm trying to go to Andrea's <laughs> <Right>. house, <man. laughs> Fuck the bullshit. Yeah, so please come over for the barbecue and festivities. Um, but, yeah, so, like I said, I'm in contact with a couple people. There's this one girl that I like, um... She seems really cool, and I feel like we'd vibe together. She is already in agreement with two other people who happen to be two other guys. So if I end up moving in with her, I would be living with two guys, and then it'd be the two of us. And but it would be four- that's
2: some
0: new girl shit. Wait, yeah, I think like,
1: it I'm like thinking of it that way, you know? Yeah,
0: like wait so it would be you and all dudes?
1: No, it would be me two and two girls, girl. two dudes. Yeah.
0: Oh wow. Yeah,
1: Which I think honestly That's an interesting
2: dynamic. For sure. That's some New York shit right there. Which
1: is why I think it would be fun. Um and I've already lived with multiple guys. Right. So it's not anything new to me.
0: They're all paying forty thousand dollars to live in this right. fucking studio apartment in New York.
1: Well, we'll be in Syracuse, which okay. is actually like going through and looking at apartments and also houses like uh kind of like what is it? you live in uh Tower Grove, mm-hmm. it's like that, a lot of the places, and rent's really cheap actually, like you can get some places for like four hundred five hundred mm-hmm. um and then like That's utilities and stuff will be included, and these I think are all the air like the apartments around the school area, uh-huh. and I think they do that because they understand like we're fucking in school gotcha. um which is really cool, and then another girl that I was um talking to they already have a place and um she messaged me and asked if we could like talk or whatever and then sent me pictures of the apartment and it is so fucking cute oh nice they like really decorated kind of like boho chic and modern century Mm -hmm. so it's really cute um only thing is like i don't like the bedroom that i would be staying in it has grandma wallpaper not that that should really matter (laughs) but like (laughs) it kind of does it's
0: important listen we yeah you're paying for it yeah that's true so and like we spend a lot of time in our bedrooms that's very true
1: True. and i just like i do i want a space where i'm gonna feel like calm and everything when i come home like and i also want to get a good um feel of my roommates and everything and if you
2: if you sorry to cut you off if you moved into that one though could you change the wallpaper or i don't
1: know maybe he let her like build shelves into the wall so possibly maybe then yeah it's just like that sounds like a lot of work because if you That's have true. to, like, remove the wallpaper, scrape it off and everything, and mm-hmm. then paint it. And
0: wallpaper is just so inherently ugly to me. Yeah, like, and yeah. I'm just
1: like, I never understood the concept of wallpaper and why people wanted it.
0: Oh, because it's, it's such it's hard retro. work.
1: And I get it. It's like a design that you wouldn't necessarily have right, if you painted. Um it looks tacky. Yeah, that. Very much that. <laughs> it's very much that. Um, But, yeah, so we'll see what happens. But I am getting really excited because it's kind of starting to all... You know, fold over. Right. Um. I still need to apply for loans, which I am going to uh, go over to my dad's house sometime this week, and um, his fiance is supposed to help me do that. So that's the first time I'll ever apply for loans. So it'll be interesting.
2: Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Carlton, I'm doing good. Um, trying to think. Work's going great. I've got some things in the works that I don't want to.
0: I love when niggas say this. Yeah, like some
2: things that are going on right now with work and. Um other aspects of life that I'm excited for, I don't wanna like nice. speak it you don't on wanna it block too your much blessings. yeah, I don't wanna block my blessings, mm-hmm. but I've got a lot of good opportunities coming up here soon, and I'm excited for that um yeah i'm just I'm happy right now like it's a nice. it's a good time in life right now that's so. good that's Very a cool. that's a
1: different like change from last week when we were here, so yeah. that's good to
2: hear yeah, yeah it's it's been good so i'm I'm excited to see what the Next couple of weeks and months hold for me. So, yeah, yeah, the vibe Absolutely.
0: in here. The vibe in here. If 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 you don't hear the previous episode that we recorded, just know that the vibe in here was quite different uh, last week. Like it was, it was really really not tense between yeah. any of us, but yeah, it hopefully. was just different.
1: And hopefully, if we like listen to that episode, we'll like we determine. Can actually put the yeah. shit out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was
2: like a cipher. Damn near we was in here just a cipher. <laughs> Everybody was like, it got all dark and she was like, Darian, where's she from? She's like, look here. Drop tell you Yeah, man. I'm gonna tell y'all how I feel. I'm like, <laughs> oh
0: damn. Whoa, Kenny. Right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. How you doing, Justin? Ah,
0: uh, not too bad. Um, it really is like two, two or three main things. Like, work is getting tense again. We're doing uh, even more so. Oh, way worse. Like, I thought, I thought <laughs> one of my bosses and one of my coworkers were going to like box today. Oh and shit. My one of my bosses is like. 53 and like a very heavy set lady and my coworker is like my height and built as fuck and I was like she going to whoop your fucking ass. Oh yeah. But, you know, it was it was whatever. Uh work is getting intense because we're entering what's called lead teach uh and we we do lead teach like uh, periodically or whatever. First time we did lead teach it was just like you do 2 days of lead teach which is exactly what it sounds like where you take over the entire day's worth of instruction um interact with all the students and, you know, be making phone calls and do the attendance and all the other stuff. Because the first time we did lead teach, it was just the two days. And then the second time we did lead teach, it was um, a full week each. So my coworker went once and then I went once the whole four. It's a four day week for us. because We're off on Fridays. Um, this lead teach was two, it's two weeks. So four days, eight days for him, eight days for me. It has been going disastrously. Or my coworker. Because uh, he doesn't listen to my boss. That's really just what that's what the fuck it is.
1: That's so crazy, though, because, like, yeah, you know, fuck the, the man or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, that's your boss. Right. right. And
0: I'm like, there's a reason why your lessons go terribly and mine don't. Like, because I actually listen to what I'm told. And, like, the kids are monkeying around on his le- like during his lessons, getting up and, like, walking around and screaming and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, y'all niggas would never do that shit around me. Are the
2: things you guys are required to do that big of a deal to where you wouldn't want to listen or is it pretty simple? He just wants to do it his own way.
0: It is that it is. He does. He only wants to do it his way. Mm. And I also think that, um, I think that he doesn't take feedback well from women and our Mm. boss is a lady. I don't think he takes feedback well from women at all. Um, I don't really know what his relationship is with black women, but it, I don't know. Is he a black man? He's a black man.
2: Um, Yo, that's crazy because my mom is a teacher. Uh-huh. And she hey, works- Rebecca. Yeah, she cool. <laughs> but she works with a guy who, because they have like floors basically. Uh-huh. And she works with a guy. He's a black guy. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't talk to any of the black teachers. He's only cool with like the white ladies. Interesting. When the black, like my mom will come, like she used to go around and be like, oh, hey, how you doing? He would just be like- Hi, right. oh! But some white lady walked down. Yeah, that's my best buddy. We're all and I'm like, damn, Uncle Ruckus. Shuck and drive then. Shuck <laughs> yeah. and drive. And now she's like, he's a little bit better, but it's still. She, my mom, like, when you do it wrong, she's like, fuck you. So yeah. he'll be like, oh, how you doing? She'll be like, I'm fine. Bye. Like, right. I know you, nigga. Like, we don't
0: actually have to speak.
2: I just think that's that's interesting.
0: Yeah. So, like, like I said, he he doesn't really listen to my boss at all. Um, and It reflects in his lessons, both in how he is able to execute them poorly and how he's able to manage classroom behavior poorly. Um, I had to walk into that classroom today to, like, grab a pair of headphones or whatever. And I'm not supposed to be in there. So I'm kind of, like, going like this or whatever. So I walk in, get my headphones, and I'm walking out. Two or three of, of the students are like, no, save us. Out loud. This nigga is what sitting is he right doing? over there. What
1: are his lessons like? He's not like? doing jack
0: shit. Like, And the thing is, he rehearses the lessons with, with our boss, like we, like we both do. And he'll rehearse them one way. And I'm like, oh, that actually sounds pretty solid or whatever. And then when he gets to teaching, he won't teach any of the shit that he rehearsed. That's weird. But why?
1: I don't understand.
0: Because, number one, he doesn't actually rehearse at home. So he probably doesn't know the fucking lessons. And so he doesn't want to just be reading off of his script the whole time, which you wouldn't have to do if you actually rehearsed your lessons. Right. Because I don't script lessons anymore. I'm like, I'll be able to do a little overview. And I was going to say, gonna I've do. never heard of. It's very integral. It's a lot more integral to the teaching process than you think it is, especially really? for beginning teachers. Like when I tell you scripting, like being like for the, when I first started working there, I was scripting out good morning to students, like scripting out what you're going to say to them and how. Holy wow. shit. And scripting in like when I'm going to ask you all to raise your hands.
1: You know, I never considered that as Tyler is teaching. And I've heard him do his lessons because he used to, like, teach in the living room mm-hmm. and our room was right next door. And he always sounded, like, very confident and, like, you know, very good. But he'd spent hours on lessons. Yeah,
2: before. so y'all are practicing.
0: For sure. And it can be like that. Like, I'm sure Tyler is at a point right now where he it, it sort of flows naturally from the, from him. You're supposed to get to that point where the the scripting, so to speak, is, speak is, is more just about, like, outlining certain things. My coworker is not that way, and so kids are monkeying around. Last week, a student told me to my face in front of the class and my coworker. He was like, "Well, she was like, well, I I feel like whenever he teaches, we just don't really listen to what he tells us to do
2: because they know they don't have
0: because they know they don't have to because he doesn't correct the behavior." Mm-hmm. Another nigga who is not who we who we work with, but he's he's not like we don't work with him. He's just another teacher in the building. Had to check our kids yesterday. About their behavior and I was like I would be fucking embarrassed if I was so
1: he's not like I mean not that you necessarily should be raising your voice but he's not being stern he's not like hey, this is not what we're doing today he's not
0: doing anything you have to at
2: least not like make them fear you but at least make you know kids
0: realize that when I tell you it's niggas balling up paper and throwing it across the classroom (laughs) and this motherfucker's like and so if you look here, Sally has two apples and just like ignoring what the fuck is going on or he may not be confrontational. Literally last week, I'm not confrontational. And I and I, <laughs> I genuinely would be like, we, we'll get with those kids. Like, so let me explain. Like, I, I called one of the kids over last week and I was like, so let me explain something to you real quick. I was like, what you just did in the class. I was like, that's crazy because it's never going to happen ever again. And I was like, I don't want to actually have to call your mom, but is that what you do you want me to do that? Oh, shit. No, I don't. I was like, oh, OK, sit down. They like <laughs> <laughs> cried right whenever oh, sorry, they start. Sorry, Like God. I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing that shit because it, it is, it is about. They're fucking eight and nine years old. It's about setting behavioral expectations. Exactly. Yeah, it also yeah. just
1: sounds like he might not be fit to be a teacher. He's
0: not fit to be a teacher. He doesn't want to teach the third grade, which is what we are teaching. What does right he now. want to teach? He wants to teach like high school kids. Okay, but well, don't the...
1: you have to like work your way up to that at some you point? You have
0: to have applied to teach to, a high yeah. school, right? You applied to teach elementary school. Don't get pissed because you have to teach a third grade class. That's like right. my that work
2: at McDonald's. They get mad that I asked for ketchup. And you ain't put the ketchup in the bag. Hello? He's also
0: yeah, mad. He's also mad that we have to teach reading now because that's not what we started doing. We we started out only teaching math and science, but we are self contained now, so we teach all subjects because we're hybrid learning uh and not virtual. And so he's like, I just don't think that it's fair that we have to teach reading. And I'm like, I mean that that's kind of it's what teachers do, bud. Like yeah. that's that's just the thing that also, happens. Also, didn't
1: they tell you before you got into this job that they, this is how they treat teachers? That's correct. Like that's, they're expendable. That's
0: exactly what what they do. And so, um, I don't really know why he hasn't been fired yet. He's a shit worker. Um, <laughs> I I have I, I tell him that I do a podcast. I've never told him what it's called. Um, so he he's never going to hear this. But he's shit at at doing what he does. Um, and I it doesn't make sense to me that he's still in his position because they claim that if you're bad at the job, they fire you. Like. Easier than they would if you were an actual teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, but so when I go when I go for lead teach in in two weeks, I'm gonna have to get get with my students and be like, so that shit y'all did with uh two weeks ago, that's not gonna happen with me. And they know that shit. Like I've had to get with them before and I'm like, so what should y'all's voice levels be on when I'm teaching? And they'll be like, oh zero. And I'm like, Oh, okay, I was just making sure. See, that's that shit right there. I'm super, I'm super calm. Like I talk to the kids the way I talk to y'all. Right. Like it's the exact same tone of voice and the exact same volume because I'm like I'm not finna compete for like vocal real estate with some fucking eight, eight or nine year olds. I will punt kick you across the <laughs> school building, my nigga. Like, I don't have to do I that I was shit. just about to be like, he respects them so they respect him. But right. he's like, I punt them niggas. <laughs> like, no, but <laughs> it, it is, it is. I'm sure re- he's not saying that. no, no hell no. Nah. <laughs> right. But it is about respect. It is yeah. about, it is about being like, I would never do this to you, so I expect you wouldn't do this with me. Look,
1: Justin saying that really reminds me of this video I saw on, of course, the Shade Room. This guy, like, got up on a school bus and was pretending to be a principal, right? He had the keys and the walkie-talkie and everything. He was like, oh, so now y'all want to be quiet. Mm." Right. See, this is what we're not about to do, because you know what we don't do at Alton Middle School is act a goddamn fool. And then pretty much was just going the fuck off and I was like that is fucking Miss Porter if I ever saw.
2: <laughs> I that's, love this. That's Porter. what the fuck yeah. you
0: got to do. So I I am I'm hopeful for my only teach window, but being that I'm actually quite close with our boss um and I don't really talk to my coworker. I feel very in the middle of a lot of their stuff because they're very passive aggressive towards one another. That's
1: so strange though that like he can't cuz like you are still learning like you don't know we're literally in school
0: like we're literally in school to learn yeah. how to be yeah. teachers and you can't figure out how to get feedback to be a better right. teacher but then we'll have the audacity to turn around and ask me he's like well how do you get through your lesson so quickly and so when i literally told him last week i was like well you know i just tend to listen to what <laughs> says to me every goddamn day and feedback because <laughs> i was like i just and i told him this last week i was like i just kind of assumed that, she, that since she's been doing this for more than 10 years and she just has to know what she's talking about. Absolutely. And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Ho-ass nigga. Like, <laughs> pay attention. Um, But so work thing is whatever. Uh, I'm annoyed uh, currently at Amtrak because by the time this podcast comes out, Hyro will be on the train to Chicago uh, for what was supposed to be a surprise trip um, to visit his, mo- his mother because – he doesn't get to spend time with his mother on Mother's Day very, very often. And so I wanted to, like, buy him a train ticket on the low-low, get him knocked off the schedule with his boss so that he could go blah, blah. They kept declining my shit. They kept declining my card. Amtrak is like, no, oh, we can't verify. And then I'm calling my bank for a half hour a day. And they're like, well, it's fine over here. I don't really know what the problem is. So Amtrak fucked up the surprise because I ended up having to call Hiro before, right before we got in the studio. And I was like, so... I have a surprise for you, but you're going to have to pay for it and then I'll have to Venmo you for it as soon as you buy it because they literally just, they wouldn't let the transaction That's go through. Weird That's weird That's really weird. So, so strange. Um, but so, and I also, I'm not able to send him on Mother's Day weekend because that weekend is apparently, um, it's graduation for the university that he works with and it's also uh, like closing day at that university. So he has to lock up all the doors. So he's not available um that weekend. And I talked I like went in his boss's office yesterday and I was like, Hey girl, so I need you to take my nigga off the schedule, you know and he was (laughs) like, Well, you know, I can't do that or whatever But was able to get everything worked out. So he'll be out of town next weekend. Uh sorry baby that I couldn't fucking actually surprise you with the shit, but I'm sure you will still have a good time um, up in Chicago with your mom. I'm sure he's excited. Anyways, yeah, yeah. yeah no, he, I, I'm sure he is. Um, and he seemed, he seemed really like grateful for it on the phone, which I was, I, I liked hearing that stuff. But.
2: And it's always nice seeing Venmo pop up on your phone and being like, someone so paid you, so right. I That's love, nice I love that. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's really nice. So yeah. Um... Into what? What is our first? Um, our first one is read
1: it and weep. Ah, we are
0: starting with read it and weep this mm-hmm. week. Uh, and it it really is read it and weep tears of joy. I feel like, um, who would like to take this one?
1: Um, I went ahead and pulled up an article. So okay. Um. All right. I'll go ahead. Uh, the jury has found former mini former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin guilty on all the counts he faced over the death of George <laughs> Floyd. <laughs>
0: All- Sorry, Porky. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they got it right. Yeah, they, they finally got, got it right. It God right. Uh, damn.
0: Uh,
1: the trial has been one of the most closely watched cases in recent memory, setting off a national reckoning on police violence and systematic racism even before the trial commenced. Chauvin, 45, has been found guilty of unintentional second-degree murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. With only his eyes visible as the rest of his face was hidden behind a surgical mask, Chauvin watched as the verdict was returned. Judge Peter Cahill, I think is how it's pronounced. I think so. Thank the jury members of their heavy-duty jury service. Chauvin was remand. Sh- excuse me. Chauvin was remanded into custody as the jury was dismissed, and Cahill said sentencing is expected in eight weeks. Um, and it says state sentencing guidelines recommend 12.5 years in prison for a conviction on unintentional second-degree murder for someone with no criminal history. Uh, but prosecutors could seek a sentence up to the maximum of 40 years on that count if Cahill determines there were aggravating factors.
0: And that's just one count, by the right. way. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I called uh, Jiro, uh pretty much as soon as uh, Darian put in the chat that they had actually charged this nigga on all three counts. Mm-hmm. All three. Like, I was shocked by that. Mm-hmm. And we were talking, and I was like, well, what's the minimums for these? Like, What is he going to get in jail for these? This motherfucker is really looking at like a pretty good chunk of time. Now, and we'll get into this later. We'll we'll see if they actually yeah. cuz I feel like it's like three stages of frustration for us as black people watching this stuff happen. The first stage of frustration is cop kills nigga, cop doesn't get charged. That that could be one thing. Mm-hmm. Or cop kills nigga, cop gets charged, cop gets off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's number 2. Cop kills nigga, cop gets charged cop gets convicted cop gets two months community service right and fired from your job indefinitely Mm -hmm. and i'm like i don't like i i want y'all to charge this nigga to the fullest extent like put him underneath the prison and Mm -hmm. let him sit there
1: yeah and they were saying too because the jury only i think discussed the verdict four hours yesterday and then like a few today yeah um, so with that being, you know, so quick, they pretty much knew it was going to be a guilty verdict because if it was going to be not guilty, it probably would have taken a, a lot longer. Right. Um, mm. But in any case, this, like Justin said, is something to have tears of joy for. And I'm not going to lie, like I cried and I felt tears come into my eyes just seeing anyone posting about it on Instagram. Um, first off, fucking Joe Biden and Kamala Harris talked to Ben Crump, which is the family's attorney.
2: Ben Crump, everybody's attorney. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, that <laughs> and, and, man worked, man. He, he
1: worked. Got that coin. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and they actually fucking called him, and it was on the news, and they were like, yeah, justice was served, um, you know, systematic racism, it needs to be changed, it needs to be a cultural change, and all these different things, and I was like, you know what, I don't really know a president that's ever done that before,
0: Um, so uh, kudos may- to that. Maybe Obama, like maybe. Maybe. But I don't know.
1: But-
2: it's just nice i get where you're coming from because yeah. it's nice to have a president mm-hmm. that actually because i was watching at work and it was like no matter what the verdict was going to be biden had an address that he's gonna be like look right either way that's leadership
1: mm-hmm.
2: no matter yeah you know that no matter who you voted for or whatever that's that's leadership you know yeah, so it that's shows that's that that you, a good thing
1: yeah that you care for your people as a president mm-hmm. um and even though like he does have his flaws, and there's a lot going on still with like the brown children in cages, yeah. um, this is something I can say made me feel pride for having him as a president. Absolutely.
0: Um, well, it it's it certainly it's certainly interesting because I'm like, well, Trump would have never like in his life. It it no. just it just simply it it would have never happened. Um, people's reactions like to the the trial. I mean, and my Twitter feed is very curated to my interests, so it's it's been a lot of like. Good, I hope he dies in prison. Like, that That kind of rhetoric or whatever. But the, like, Democratic response, the, just so far that I've been seeing, like, Nancy Pelosi went and uh, did some little, like, not keynote speech, but she went on TV and uh, she thanked George Floyd for his quote-unquote sacrifice. Oh, mm, fuck. No. And she, like, looked up at the sky and she was like, thank you, George Floyd.
2: And I was like... That's almost worse than them having them damn the say clause
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's <laughs> almost Fuck, it's, it's almost like when y'all like suggest that dr king just kind of passively died in his sleep for civil rights instead of like having been murdered mm-hmm. like floyd floyd did not willingly give his life for some social justice cause mm-hmm. yeah. yeah as we've just seen in this fucking case he got murdered mm-hmm. girls on like, video yeah. he got killed yeah. <laughs> like don't please fucking white liberals, do not turn this story into this like, you know, all's well that ends well right. type of mm-hmm. stuff. Because a nigga still lost his life. Right. People still lost their family member. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also no, reason. no Shade. Are the police defunded? No. Like we still <laughs> like there's still stuff to do. Like there's still work mm-hmm. to do. But we get to celebrate these these like micro victims. It's victories. just the beginning. Because it's still yes. but so it's, much to do. And It's it still accountability. Just
2: feels good. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. and it's accountability. It is a shift in cultural change. But it is just the beginning.
0: Yes. It's like we we just got started. And I and I don't like obviously I'm overjoyed about all of this because it's like lovely that this is actually happening. Um one thing that I like was immediately thinking about and I'm I'm trying to figure out how to how to phrase this, but like, we know the system to be one of anti-blackness, right? Like, we know the system to be one of anti-black police violence and all these other things. Um, And we know that, typically speaking, this is not how these trials go. Like, I was at work a couple hours ago, and I was like, well, we all know what's finna happen. Like, this nigga is finna get off, because that is- That's exactly what Jarek was saying, because
1: he, obviously, he's an 80s baby, so he's lived long enough to see- Rodney King. He's seen
0: Rodney King at his fucking ass beat. Yeah,
1: I mean, he's seen all of these different trials uh, and like remembers them, like the Trayvon Martin case and sure. like the Mike Brown case, because we were young, you know? Right. We were only paying attention to an extent. And he was like watching or has watched every single case, which has been like a huge case. Sure. And has always, you know, been like, I already know how this is going to end. Right. So for this to happen, he was really shocked.
0: It's nice. That's for... what I think. Oh, sorry. No, no, please go ahead.
2: I, that's what I was thinking. A lot of people were more shocked than because I remember literally sitting in the office watching it. I legit was like, watch. And as soon as they said, um... Guilty? Yeah, okay. well, not even guilty, but they were talking about, they're like, involuntary. And I'm like, they're already trying to make it, like, less Same. than yeah. what it is. Same. I was like, fuck, I'm like, this dude's about to get off.
1: Because that's what it was. It was, I think the first charge was unintentional.
0: Manslaughter. Man, yeah, that, yeah yep. something like that. And yep. I was like, damn it. Like, damn it. It, like the, the thing about it for me is, like, we get to have these victories... But if we know the system to be one of, like, anti-black police violence and we know that these trials do not tend to go this way, part of me is like, damn, we should not have to be celebrating this shit. Like, we should should celebrate it. We should. And please do. But we shouldn't have to, number one. And number two, the, like, cynic in my head is, like, the system, so to speak— will sacrifice some of its own members so that it can maintain its own structure. What I mean when I say that is like let's say every year 10 cops get away with murder. Like let's just throw that let's just say 10. And for 5 years straight, 10, 10 cop for 4 years straight, 10 cops get off with uh get away with murder. And on the 4th year we have another protest cycle, and everybody's like, this is bullshit, we need to be, d- be done with this. On the fifth year, the system decides that out of the ten cops that kill a black person, only nine of them will get away with it. And they will allow one to...
1: Take one for the team. Take
0: one yeah. for the team, essentially. And so, a big part of me is like, and, and again, like I, I hate being this fucking cynical on this show, but such a big part of me is like, well... They kinda were obligated to let this to to make this motherfucker go to jail this like, time because fall on your
2: sword type shit.
0: I had relatives in Panama who were sending me pictures of protests of, of, about George Floyd when the shit popped off. Oh yeah, this it was, was
1: international. This yeah. was not
0: some fucking US based uh like phenomenon. Like
1: regardless of that too, is the video footage was a lot more clear than things we probably have had before.
0: Sure, yeah. and,
1: but even, just imagine though what would have happened without that video footage.
0: Right, and and I never really watched the trial, and I, I know we can probably get in, into more. Because it sounds, I know you were watching it.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I had my internship on some days, so like I only would catch bits and pieces. But like I was for the most part watching it. I didn't get to see every witness, um, but from ones that I was hearing from particularly people who had like you know experience sure. in like uh dealing with how much was in his system as far as drugs go if there were drugs and then also um
2: but that's that shit they always do he was on drugs he yeah all that. that's annoying like, yeah I, he but, got killed like just say what it is you know yeah
1: and that's what i was getting at is that there were like multiple um professionals who came forward and it was like essentially it was the lack of oxygen and um the fact that they were like hindering his body from being able to breathe due to the pressure and stuff like that. Right. Um, and one doctor was pretty much saying like the level of how much he would have needed in his body to die just wasn't there. Um, so yeah, the fucking defense tried also to like make it seem like the people who were standing outside was like an unruly mob because they needed something obviously to make it feel like the police were in some sort of distress or whatever. Um, and then also what really got me is he kept saying any reasonable cop, would understand what he needs to do as far as police practicing and, like, um, the things he was trained to do. And he kept saying reasonable. Right. As if it made sense as to what he was doing as he was doing it, which really struck a nerve for me. There was just – there's a lot of information. Um, If we wanted to dive deeper into it and give facts from the trial, I would have to go back and write everything down because I can't necessarily remember it. Watching it was just hard, though, because, like I said, they – um. They did have all these wit- all the witnesses that were there that day sure. came and testified. Um, one of them happened to be a martial arts um, expert, and one of the guy, the fucking defense went up to him and was like, "Did you not call the officer a bitch? Did you not call?" Oh him? Like, yeah, uh, I saw a black yeah. dude.
2: He was like, and he right, was like, I if it was if it
1: was on the camera, then I said it. Right. Essentially, so because like, like what is that going to do? They're just words. You know what I mean? He wasn't. He, there was nothing he could do with his words that might have
0: been and i like i said i didn't watch uh any of the trial because of like trauma or whatever but that part of it i did see and they were literally like the the lawyer dude was like so did you call him a bitch-ass motherfucker and he's like i mean what did did you hear me call him that (laughs) it was never a yes or no he was like did you hear me call him that he's like you, you seem to be on the video call. He's like, okay, then so, what it was. Right, like, he was like uh, essentially,
1: then I fucking said it. Like yeah. That
0: was, shit was funny as fuck. I'm pretty fuck. sure
1: he was just doing that pissed dude off, though, which was working. Because well, he was because, like, it's a simple yes or no question. Because he's <laughs>
0: like, he th- his whole thing was like, if I did call him a bitch-ass nigga, does that mean that he was justified in killing somebody? Right. Like. right. What is the correlation that you're making here? That's just
1: the the defense really had no good case, is what it was. No, they didn't. He like there was there was literal video of you like of a man killing another man. Yeah.
0: It was what messy. was
1: your defense?
0: And it wasn't one of those. It wasn't one of those like videos where like
1: it's muffled or
0: the camera gets shaky or whatever. Yeah. Yeah like because there weren't any gunshots mm-hmm. they had you just had your your knee on a nigga's neck mm-hmm. until he died right. right like and and the people who were recording it they just didn't move the whole time so yeah
1: and another thing too the girl who was recording it was only 17 at the time
0: god, she yes.
1: she turned uh i like went back because they like tagged her people were tagging her and stuff on instagram or whatever and like she was just like thank god you know like you know, she sure. didn't realize like by her taking that video, she like How essentially she got this did. man to go to prison. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was her and her little cousin who was literally only nine years old and watched that happen mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so they brought both of those girls onto the stand. Um, wow. but neither one of them were shown um on video because they're still minors. Minors, right? Um, but that's what I'm saying though is that like, the like those young girls had to experience that and will never forget it for the rest of
0: no. their lives. This trial was asinine. Um, I do I want to ask you guys like so like post this trial now like what what would you like to see from the like quote unquote justice system that we have
1: Uh, just accountability because like there's there's a difference between justice and accountability it's like Mm -hmm. yeah okay he's going to prison and to you that might seem like justice but like also you have to keep in mind that like by him by him being held accountable that now means that others have to also be held accountable right i would hope anyway right um that's what i would like to start seeing is i don't want to slap on the wrist i don't want to you're fired or i resign like if you're out here killing black people because you're scared for whatever reason things need to start changing you need to have a different narrative and a different view of people of color um i mean fuck adam toledo
0: was 13 years old Yeah. and i didn't i didn't I didn't want to make that one a topic. Like, I, I, I'm like, I fully could come in here and, and, and talk about that. But I was like, I don't really feel like crying on this show. No, like, and
1: that one's a hard one, too, because it's just like, what were who? why were you
0: scared? That was a little-ass kid, yeah. man.
2: But that's the thing. They always, these are trained professionals. Trained as in quote-unquote. That, that get scared. Right. Yeah. Like, you're trained for this shit. How are you, like, that makes no sense. They always try and make it look like, well, they were distressed. They were no, their job is literally, they'll be, you know, stressed out sometimes. There'll be times where they actually are going to need to be on guard. Think but of, that kid was not one of them. Right. You know what fucking I'm saying? 13. And yeah. think about,
1: too, like, imagine a doctor being under distress and not being able to properly do their do job. heart right. surgery or some bullshit right. like mm-hmm. that. And they will be in a fucking surgical room for goddamn hours working on a brain, a heart. Um, someone in the emergency room who had, like, a terrible accident and, like, they have internal... They'll be in there for fucking hours with no sleep. And they still manage to get it done. I don't understand why police officers can't have some type of restraint and do the same.
0: It doesn't make any fucking sense. If I can get this fucking TikTok to pull up or whatever, um, there is some... There's some case some Supreme Court, whatever the hell, or some sort of court document that basically indicates that police do not actually, they're not actually legally obligated to, like, protect and serve. It's, like, some really, like, specific fucking obscure clause that got Hmm. passed in, like, 06 or something like that that basically absolves cops from like necessarily having to do the whole protect and serve thing because i think it, people are very quick in this country to be like well you know they're not doing their jobs to protect and serve but it's like is that is that their job like but
1: why would they make that not a part of their job description i don't understand
0: exactly like
1: why should we be giving them leeway to Basically, be criminals and not get off for
2: it. Yeah, I mean, I want to see. We've seen now. I, I think Minnesota is kind of the focal point right now. Oh, for sure. So we've had one cop that's going away. I want to see all his little friends that stood there and ain't do shit. I want to see all them get oh, the yeah, same cause they of time. they were just
1: bystanders. Another thing from the trial too is one of the cops was like, "Hey," because in the you know they show a lot of video footage. Um, one of them was like, "You know, we should turn them on aside And Derek Chauvin said no. And then it was just dropped after that. Like, you had some type of thought in your mind that yeah. was like, this is wrong.
2: They right? all need to... That's one of those from when your mom was telling you when you was a kid, were you there? Yes. You're just as guilty. They mm-hmm. all need to go. Especially with that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The cop... Um. I can't think of the boy's name who got killed. He was driving his car with the...
1: Oh, Dante Right.
2: Yeah. That lady, she already did all her resign, all that. Fuck that bullshit. You ain't resigning. She needs to go to jail.
1: Pretty sure she's in custody right now. She though.
2: is, but she needs to do... She don't need to be getting out. She don't need no slap on the wrist. I don't care about none of that shit. Yeah, no. Yeah. Accountability is huge. Yes. And it needs to continue because you cannot kill people.
0: And Without just, recourse. Yeah,
2: and just walk the streets <laughs> mm-hmm. a couple months later. It doesn't work that way. I think another thing I realized today, we were at um, work, and my boss was talking, and um, our company does a lot of uh, social media things, and they were talking about how some of the um, – Companies that we have in uh, Minnesota haven't been able to do too much um, social media because of all the stuff going on up there right. and how all the, like, National Guards being called in everywhere and all the stuff with this. That's a problem. It, the, I think mm-hmm. the system is more like, well, it's easier to call the National Guard in and let them riot than, you know... To
1: make changes? Than to
2: actually... Arrest this person and actually put them in jail for a long time. And I think it's so fucking dumb. Yeah, it's and it's stupid. So crazy. It's like, and then they they bitch about people destroying property. I'm sorry, but I could give two fucks about your quick trip when Hello. you're killing black people. Like I don't, give a fuck about I don't care. That's when people are like, don't destroy your they destroy their own communities. I would do the same shit. Like, no, obviously I'm not gonna go out and you know destroy some shit, but I understand the anger and frustration of watching this shit happen from the time I was legit that I can remember like what fucking 15 16 years old till now I've seen too many black people get murdered murdered that look like me or could be like my brother or like cousin type shit it's not okay so I understand people want to go and burn shit and fuck shit up but at the same time I think the system's way more we'll let them do that and then we'll you know we'll let them out I yeah. think that's bullshit. It's
0: a it's a whole it's about like uh like how long is the leash kind of a thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Darian said earlier, right? Like take one for the team. Like it is any any time and this is super fucked up. Anytime something positive happens in this country, I'm like, oh they let they let us get away with something. Or you know, they, they let they let this thing they let our leash out <laughs> a little bit more. Um I mean, I don't <laughs> this is like
2: no, I don't wanna say it. No, say it. So you know like Niggas always got to talk about OJ, but OJ, like, got off. OJ? And everybody was like, that's one for, like, that's no. going to be y'all. No, I'm not saying this is the same thing. Hold up.
1: I'm not I'm not getting at you. I'm saying whoever's saying
2: this. Yeah, no. Okay, so they'll be like, he got off when that was very. He killed that white lady.
1: <laughs> he very much killed that white lady. And at the same time, too. I
2: don't think he did it, but that's not the topic, okay? No, he did.
1: No, I don't he think, definitely killed he, that he white did,
2: lady. I don't think he did it. He but, did.
1: <laughs> but but what yeah. I'm getting at though, but they will like
2: basically give you like okay y'all got that one so we're gonna take the next 25 correct and then give y'all one yep
1: I don't that, OJ also has had fucking money he was an ex he was an exception because he was famous any other black nigga is no they're not getting off
0: and so it's possible for both of you to be to be correct at the same time because yeah Darian number one number one <laughs> yes yes OJ did get away with something. <laughs> which systemically speaking he wouldn't have gotten away with. And do I think he killed that white lady? No. <laughs> no, I don't think he killed that white lady. Absolutely not. <laughs> I think he was I think he was acquitted properly. I think the glove didn't fit. But I also think that the reason why that our leash was, was extended a little bit more, so to speak, in that case, was because, like, Darian is saying, that nigga has wealth and mm-hmm. access. Yeah. Like,
1: his fucking, one of his fucking attorneys was Rob Kardashian, goddammit. Right.
0: So, but I, I absolutely agree with you, Carlton, that it, it is definitely one of those instances with OJ where it's like, oh, it's like a glitch in the Matrix, where it's like, yeah. oh, it's not supposed to happen. But then you find out the glitch was planned. Like, it only looks like a glitch because we didn't know that the shit was, was going to pop off. Mm-hmm. Um, I God, like fucking for me, right? Like in terms of things that I like to see, this little acqui- uh, acquittal, this charge, this conviction, does not then take away my abolitionist values, right? Like a nigga still had to lose his life, right? People still had to lose their family members, and also, like, are y'all gonna do the same thing for the for the pig who just killed that that thirteen year old child a couple days ago? Right. Like, what are y- like? I don't want people who are activists right now, I don't want y'all to stop doing what you're doing because we're not done. Like, y'all had a really nice slogan at the beginning of all this, this, like, defund the police thing. Don't let this trial have y'all not talking about that stuff because if you would like to not hear stories about black people getting killed by the police disproportionately, you're not about to be able to advocate for them to like legislatively take their knees off of our necks. That's just not going to happen. You're still going to want to do the shit that y'all were talking about doing. We don't need those motherfuckers anymore. We can protect ourselves if we think about it hard enough, right?
1: Yeah, and the county, and what just keeps happening too, as far as Minneapolis goes, there needs to be serious change there. Oh, yeah. And in, in literally in the midst of a trial where an officer is going to be put in prison for the murder of a black man, you kill a young black boy in the same county. Not 10 miles, like I said, yeah. last week, away from where the fucking trial was, was happening. Was Toledo
0: black? Was it, was it? 13-year-old boy black? No, we're talking about Dante, Dante Wright. Oh, I'm right, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, so many cop killings. Fucking that's what meet. I'm saying.
1: It, it all kind of jumbles together. But right. Adam Toledo, that was in fucking Chicago, which we know the police fucking Wretched nuts up there. Up yeah. there. So...
0: Fuck CPD. And fuck Lori Lightfoot while we're on it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, your suits are too big. What you, damn, leave her alone. No, her suits are too big, but also, like, <laughs> like in all seriousness, like, she, she's she been, like, giving more funds to cops. She's oh. been looking the other way with this Adam Toledo bullshit. Like, she's, I have, uh, one of Hiro's uh, friends who still, like, lives up in Chicago has been big on the, like, you need to resign, Miss Madam, because, like, She's super bad up there. Like, that's what happens when y'all let niggas in the office who don't actually give a fuck about niggas out of the office. (laughs) Like, she don't give a fuck about any of that shit going on. She gave a
1: little cute little statement not that long ago about Adam Toledo. Yeah, and and
0: forced a little tear out of her fucking stink-ass face. (laughs) Tailor your suits, mama.
2: (laughs) When I was up there, my first thought when I got to Chicago was like, man. Kanye's from this place and then I was like so is that damn mayor that everybody be having on like Instagram and Twitter and shit I was like where's she she at circus clown (laughs) they
1: be fucking her up in the memes she's fucked
2: up when she had that superhero cape on that's when I lost my (laughs) shit (laughs) I was
0: I said this cannot be the mayor fuck Lori Lightfoot but yeah I I genuinely like I have not changed any of my stances on what I want to see out of this country and what I want to see out of this country is no more fucking cops. Like it, it really is is quite that simple. If if cops were originally constructed as slave capture, and then we did not actually abolish slavery, we just made it into prison systems. That means that cops are still slave catchers and like slave drivers and things like that. So why would I want to live in a country that still has legal slave catchers and? legal slave plantation.
1: There's also a country that manages to have police officers without guns. I imagine that we could possibly do that.
0: Something. Like, do something. Because I don't want to have to do... Like, I don't want to have to do this episode every, like, 20 months or so. Yeah. When the pigs kill somebody else that we know of, right... Because these only, these only get brought to light because there happen to be cameras around and the cops don't happen to get their hands on those cameras at the time, right? I'm sure there are dozens.
1: And the crazy thing about that, too, is like, oh, all the police officers knew in Chicago that dude fucked up because on, uh, I guess... What do they call it? Their, their little radio? ham radio or whatever. Yeah, the they, fuck. they were telling every single cop in that like re- whatever area
0: that was, whatever turn your district. Body cam off. Yep, to turn their shit off. Because cops protect cops, man. Like they they knew they do. Yeah. After that fucking pig killed uh, Adam Toledo, they were literally like, "Hey, we don't want to get in trouble for this shit." Because let me tell you something <laughs> about Chicago. They will burn their city to the ground. Oh, I absolutely. just want y'all to be aware yeah. of that. They will fuck their own shit up, girl. They don't give no fucks about none of that. Right. And y'all power can, to y'all them. Y'all
1: can rebuild that Target and that Quick Trip and that 7-Eleven. Right.
0: Y'all'll be fine. Like, but we want we want our kids back. We want our fucking wives and our husbands and our cousins yeah, and, and our, and our that's aunties. and that's the thing
1: too. That's like y'all don't understand that. It's like these materialistic things mean nothing to the life
0: lost. This could can, You can't resurrect a dead person. Like. You
1: can rebuild shit.
0: You can you can always rebuild shit. You cannot resurrect a dead a dead person even if you convicted the person who took his life. And I don't yeah. even
1: want to fucking talk about it because y'all white people were out here in 17 whatever burning down ships and shit over tea tax. And so- blaming
0: blaming the indigenous people. So <laughs> <laughs> that whole Boston Tea Party shit where they're like the Indians did it. No, they fucking didn't, you assholes. <laughs> like they weren't involved in none of that bullshit. And y'all
1: literally that is like in every fucking history textbook. In every goddamn motherfucking state, so I don't want to fucking hear it just because somebody went and burned down a Target.
0: I'm happy mm-hmm. to see you go, Derek Chauvin. I'm happy to see you in chains for however the fuck long they keep you in chains.
2: I hope they put him in general, in the like. I the, hope the big they put black dude gonna <laughs> walk up to him and be like, so. uh... I
0: hope a nigga named Mambo with right, cornrows comes <laughs> up and fucks your whole life up. Bro. Derek, like, was, <laughs> Derek was saying it's gonna sound like this. They're <laughs> 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 walking to walk into his cell. <laughs> We're gonna fuck him up, man. going be like new booty, new booty. <laughs> <Jesus Christ. laughs> in two months, I hope that we can read an article that reads Derek Chauvin was stabbed to death in prison um, by ten anonymous uh, prison prison inmates. Right. Get to work in there, girl. <laughs> do y'all, what you gotta do. Y'all goddamn. Ain't got
1: y'all got twenty five to
0: life anyway. And right. We'll look the other way, and while you're at it, take care of R. Kelly. <laughs> And I don't know. Clap clap next to Bill Cosby's ass one time. <laughs> Get him out of there. <laughs> so oh let's now move. Uh <laughs> we do a Bill Cosby so bogus. Let's move to a different part of darkness. Oh. Live from the sewer this week, we have Darian Stevenson. Oh
1: yes. Um so actually I wanna talk about a viral TikTok that was going around um based on this article that I've read. Um, it says the viral TikTok trends surrounding warning of sexual assault on April 24th are unsubstantiated. And she did
0: get that word correct. I did.
1: Yes, I had to ask how to say it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, as communities observe sexual assault awareness and prevention month, which actually April 29th is Denim Day, which is, uh, rape and sexual assault awareness day. So keep that in mind. It's next Thursday. So just like wear denim. Um. But anyway, disturbing trend is going viral on TikTok, warning about National Rape Day. Uh, The predominant narrative is that a group of six men recently created a TikTok video in which they encourage others to commit sexual assaults on April 24th. Millions millions of social media users have viewed or shared reactions to the perceived threat on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. However, uh, the video I'm assuming was taken down because the narrative behind it was fucking
0: crazy. TikTok wouldn't have let that shit stay up.
1: So um and essentially the video was just like hey so you know it's uh sexual assault awareness month let's do some crazy shit let's make april 24th rape day um and from then they gave tips on how to rape they were pretty much encouraging men to go out and rape women um so i kind of want to talk about that because i want to get something clear that's not a joke that's not something to make a joke about it's not something because like there are actual crazy people out here who will like legitimately go out and do something like that. Maybe there's a man who has not raped before and wants to fucking try it. And this could be also vice versa for women who have these thoughts as well. Sure. The, but the point fucking being is, is this is disgusting. And even if it was a joke, you should be absolutely fucking ashamed of yourself.
0: Do you want to go for, It doesn't matter.
2: I'll go. I can I can go. Um. This makes me feel gross just because I am a man because you can, I don't get what goes through your head to make you think this will be funny. If we were like, it's national rape day, that shit is not funny. It's not cool. Like at all. Like there's, there's seriously something wrong in your head. If your instinct is, I like that girl. I'm gonna rape her, and then just dip. There, There's a problem there, right? Jesus Christ, man, that just, it, it makes me feel gross. Like, hearing you talk about it, Darian, was honestly, I'm over here just like, what the fuck is happening? Cause right. like, I could never, I don't know anyone in my life that could ever do something like that. It's just, it's so, it's just, it's gross, right. you know? Like, I don't really know how to put it into words, but it's just, that's, it's frustrating because, once again, we're having to apologize for our sex. Correct. And just being like, well, we're not all fucking stupid. But it's like, I feel like I, I have an idea of what the guys look like Yeah. that made this video. So I'm kind of like, doesn't shock me, but um, they're probably in, you know, pastel colored shorts and...
0: And they're probably this color. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> you know. it. it I just, mm. It's one of those moments where I am, again, just so embarrassed to be like male-identified. Yes. Like, I was just like, mm, it's so, because, here's the thing. I've only had TikTok for, like, a couple weeks. Like, i like stayed away from it because I'm, like, too old for most of that bullshit. But then I was like, no, I'm not. I want to get a TikTok. And these fucking people on TikTok are, like, incredibly unhinged like these fucking kids like say all kinds of shit for clicks and views and like shock value and all kinds of stuff like that and like especially like the dudes on there are they be super grimy like Mm -hmm. i'm really happy that like tiktok's little algorithm system is like sensitive enough to where it can identify hey i don't want that in my feed don't ever show me that bullshit ever again but like every now and then you you do get some really like really left to center shit and i this is one of those cases where i'm like what the fuck goes through people's minds because first off it's not a joke like Mm-mm. it it play it plain and simple it's, it's not a joke but also the fact that we even have a culture set up in this country where men feel comfortable enough to allegedly make a joke and i say allegedly make a joke because like The way sexual assault statistics are set up in this country, I cannot actually assume that most of them are joking, right? Like, a lot of women get sexually assaulted, and most of the ones that do get sexually assaulted by men, Mm -hmm. right? So I can't even, I can't even, logic out in my head, well, it's a really, really, really fucked up joke that they shouldn't have told. No, like, these motherfuckers might need to get prosecuted. Yeah, they
1: shit. are perpetuating something. They are almost encouraging, like, someone to go out and Absolutely. do something. Absolutely,
2: yeah. Because someone's going to watch that. Like you said, someone's going to watch it and be like, you know what?
0: I, I, I am. I think I might want to try that. I'm going to do that. And, like, the whole thing is, like, if somebody, God forbid, if somebody gets, like, sexually assaulted or whatever the fuck, that shit is on y'all. Right. Like, that is, that is is a—and it's on on us, like, even as as the men who, like, you know— me and Carlton very much feel like we're probably not going to sexually assault somebody. We can pretty much definitively say we're not going to sexually assault anybody Absolutely. and have not in our past. And But even for that, like, that's still our responsibility. Like, yeah. it's not our fault necessarily, but it is still our fucking responsibility yeah. to, to like, address and combat all of this shit. Because, yo, what the fuck? like. Yeah.
1: And, and although, like, TikTok is just another form of the sewer as far as Twitter Correct. goes. Correct, absolutely. Um, there have been, and I will say, though, because Twitter can be both really good and really bad. So it's um, same with TikTok. Right. Um, well, I meant TikTok, excuse me. I meant TikTok could be really good and really bad mm-hmm. because uh, there have been men on there who will reply to TikToks being made by other men kind of perpetuating these things. Um, one guy pretty much was like, Talking about this girl who was overweight and like how he would never like hit her or whatever and, and you know and then <laughs> have sex with her yeah essentially I gotta, and I would
2: never hit her it's like right. bro you probably couldn't right? you she <laughs> don't she don't want <laughs> you right, right. <laughs>
1: but uh, it's another guy got on there and was like well first off she didn't say she wanted to have sex with you Two, true um if you would have watched the entire video she's battling an eating disorder and is recovering for from it and then he was like three I also peeped the rape joke and it wasn't funny it's shit like that is like when men hold other men accountable. then we can start to see change because although yes like the two of you are very like you know you're you're voicing your opinions you're you're being um open and out with it like that you don't agree with that shit
0: it can't stop with us
1: yeah there are some men that'll just be like that's not my business
0: right and i'll take it a step further right like it go the whole like accountability thing and this this is this topic, but it also ties back into what we were talking about earlier with, with Chauvin and the Pig Brigade. Um, like, accountability for me is more than just you pulling your homeboy to the side and being like, hey, like, don't make those jokes, don't do that shit, leave her the fuck alone, whatever. Like, accountability for me when it comes to, like, rape culture is, like, you should be beating your fucking homie's ass. For like, sure. Like, you yeah. should be putting paws on motherfuckers who are doing grimy-ass shit like that because... I just genuinely, like, there is, in the same way that there is a, like, systematic reason why cops kill black people, there's a systematic reason why men are allowed to, like, sexually assault majority women in this country. Like, there is a reason for that. And we, as dudes, have to, like, do what we can to combat that. Because, honestly, I don't – this might be controversial. I don't really think that – Stopping rape culture is women's problem. Like that—that that shouldn't be women's no, responsibility. Because it's
2: always it's bullshit. Because they're like, girls, don't wear this, don't say these things, don't be this type of. And it's like, right? How about you just teach your kid not to be a fucking rapist? Right. Like, well, and and it's and, and, not that hard to be like, hey, have some respect and just, right? You know, be
1: because a I can tell normal you, normal person. Yeah, I can tell you what the causes of rape are. It's the fucking
0: rapist. It's yes. right, and like beyond that, like even even when i like see like majority women in the streets like protesting like on women like women's month or, or whatever mm-hmm. things happen i'm like they shouldn't even have to be out there like it should be all dudes out there advocating for like political change legislative change or beating your fucking homie's ass when it comes to like combating rape culture like we've we've really put the labor of protesting sexual assault against women on women which just seems so bass backwards to me. Yeah, you know I what just, I mean? I
2: always just feel so bad because I feel like girls, any time, like, especially now, like, y'all can't just go and just have fun. Y'all can't... You, there's so many rules that y'all have that are just fucking stupid.
0: That of, they have to That follow. you have
2: to follow just to make it back home. That is insane. Yep. You know, like, I literally caught myself the other day. I told, you know, I'll talk about Molly. She's a short, cute white girl. She's a big-ass target. Yep. Because everyone looking at her knows she can't stop nothing. And I'm like, I'm always like, hey, like, if I'm not home, you know, I don't want you to walk the dogs, like, in the backyard, in our own backyard at night. You have I to just say don't, shit like You know, that. and I'm like, I shouldn't have to say it. She should be able to go outside at night. Girls should be able to go on a jog at nighttime if they want to. They can't do that shit because of weird motherfuckers out here. You know, it's just... I yeah, feel bad. and
0: Erica, and Joanne all know, like, when we, when we like, leave the studio or whatever the fuck, and it'd be, like, it's usually nighttime by the time we leave uh, from recording, like, there'd be a couple instances where, like, maybe Joanne parked over there and not oh, yeah. where we usually mm-hmm. park, or Erica's like, well, I'm gonna go over there, and I'm like, oh, so you think I'm gonna let you walk by yourself right. somewhere? Mm-hmm. And, first off, Erica is taller than I am. Like, substantially taller than I am. It should, could probably beat my fucking ass. But I'm not finna be I'm not finna be like letting y'all put yourself in situations or Absolutely. putting you all y'all in situations yeah. where y'all could be like harmed. Something happens and
2: you're like I could have been there to stop that I'm
0: not shit. doing none of that bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just and and there you're right Carlton like the shit is stupid. Like they, they that they have to follow these fucking rules or that you have to tell your girlfriend not to walk the dog. At a certain time or another, like that's fucking asinine. Yeah. It's just
1: it's fucking crazy too because even now on social media people are making like recordings for people to play if they feel unsafe in a situation.
0: I have seen those. It's like what do you mean record?
1: Okay, so it'll be it'll be a recording, it'll have the phone uh like the what is it? The phone filter. Yes. The phone uh God, what is it? Fucking FaceTime. FaceTime. It'll have the ringer go off. Okay. and then it'll have like a guy or a girl being like hey what are you doing and then you answer and they pause and then you answer you see what i'm saying it's like a back and forth oh, conversation okay. yeah, but that's a TikTok. recording so that way they can it can seem like someone knows where you are if you're right. in danger you know what i mean yeah i
2: saw a thing the other day erica actually shared it and it was like a list of things um that girls should do like when traveling alone and i was like i was reading through it and i'm like holy shit And i sent it to molly and i'm like this is sad that I have to send this to you, but honestly, like, you should read these because they're really good points. It was as simple as an Uber being like, like when a girl gets an Uber, which she doesn't have to do this, but she shouldn't just be like, hey, are you here for so and so? Like, you should ask them, oh, who are you yeah. here to pick up?
1: Yeah, my. Uh, I didn't
2: even think about shit like that. I friend, always just, I'm like, the Carlton, right? And just hop in. Yeah.
1: My friend Molly um, had an incident that happened one time like this. Um, they got. So a car pulled over. They thought it was their Uber. They got she was like hey uber for molly he said yes they got in and when they got in it said uber arriving and so they instantly just had to hop out of the car
2: oh hell no see
0: Shit. like it just that's the thing about this fucking video right like in real time the concept of a like rape day and i even feel like like gross, even saying that's gross saying it, yeah. like that's scary. Like, it is. A, yeah. that is an actual fear. Yes. Like, imagine, like, us as Negroes, right? Like, imagine these, like, little white TikTok teens decide that tomorrow is, like, kill a nigger day or some shit like that. Shit. I'm not in a position to take that at face value as a joke. I'm just not. For instance, this happened, actually, when I was at Mizzou. I, um, for those of you who don't know, my first semester of undergrad, I flunked out of University of Missouri-Columbia. Because <laughs> I was trying to do some shit that just was not really in my ballpark range. But while I was there, this was right when the Black Lives Matter movement started. Like, right as soon as it got popped off. Um, there were a lot of things uh, related to racial injustice that were going on on the campus. And mm. I remember that this message went out to the students from I don't know who, but it was allegedly like some, like, Klansman or whatever the fuck. And they were like, hey, if you are a Negro and we see you outside tomorrow, we are going to kill you. Like, that was a thing that got put out to us. And so I remember getting with all my black friends and being like, so we're not we're not going to class tomorrow, right? Like, that's not happening. And I remember emailing all my professors that night, like, hey, I know that we have a quiz coming up. I will not be putting my life at risk for your bullshit-ass assignment. I'm not coming to class. And it was straight like that and did not leave my room like, did not go anywhere for, like, 24, 48 hours because, like I said, Negroes are not in a position to take jokes about racial violence as jokes, and women are not in positions to take jokes, quote-unquote, about rape, sexual assault, at face value as jokes. I love Certainly that. not black women. I love that shit. Say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> black people do not have the space and time to take jokes about racial violence as jokes. Women do not have the space and time to take jokes about sexual assault or rape as jokes.
1: Because it's that's not something to even necessarily joke about because those are things that are happening in real time.
2: Absolutely. They happen
1: to people. Yeah. Like
2: we don't care about your TikTok views. It doesn't matter. Cuz that's all the, those motherfuckers were just trying to get views. Right. That's it. And that's the problem with a lot of culture now is that everybody's doing it for the gram. Everybody's doing it for views and like of motherfuckers that you don't even know.
0: Right. It's fucking gross. Yeah. So we as men have to- We got to do better. Yeah. Like really, really do yeah. better.
1: I want to, I guess, kind of close this topic with giving some facts on um, sexual assault. As of 1998, an estimated 17.7 million American women have been victims Jesus. of attempted or completed rape. Mm. Uh, young women are especially at risk cause, uh, 82% of all juvenile victims are female, 90% of adult rape females are female. And females ages 16 to 19 are four times more likely than the general population to be victims of rape, attempted rape, or sexual assault. And women and women ages of 18 to 24 who are college students are three times more likely than women in general to experience sexual violence. And females of the same age who are not enrolled in college are four times more likely.
2: Uh, you four. said that great. I want to say this. If you're a dude and you hear, all that shit that Darian just said and that doesn't infuriate you and you don't like start shaking. I'm over here legit. Just like, what the fuck? Right. You're part of the problem. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's that simple.
0: If you can hear though, all those statistics and can just kind of be like, Oh, that, you know, that's yeah, crazy. I also yep. want to show
1: you the huge difference because even though it is very important to also say that men are also affected by sexual violence as of 1998, only 2.78 million men in the U S had been victims of attempted violence or completed rape. Although that is a very large number, it is substantially smaller than women.
0: This is the shit that I talked about last week in my fucking um, highly offended. Like, when This is why when women start bringing up conversations about how women are statistically more likely to be sexually assaulted, it is not the time for you to talk about how men also get raped. Yeah, Because I guarantee you that when this whole rape day thing got started, you know who probably wasn't scared of getting raped? Men. men do not actually fear being raped uh scratch
1: at the same extent
0: i and i i want to like narrow down what i'm saying like feminine presenting i'm sorry masculine presenting straight men do not actually fear getting raped that's not a thing that like goes through most of their heads feminine presenting gay men maybe for sure. Even feminine presenting straight men, if that's a thing. You know, like, whatever. Niggas who, like, paint their nails for whatever the fuck reason. Like, they stand more of a chance. Why? Because feminine traits are still being attacked. Which means even when men get raped, it still goes back to rape culture, which mostly affects women.
1: And you also also have to keep in mind, Justin said this last week, too, is, like, who's still doing the majority of the rape? Hello? Even men or, you know, done to men or women. It's still men who are doing the majority of raping,
0: which means it's still our problem yeah. to to like resolve. Absolutely. Do. Oh, God, like do better. Please fucking do better. Uh, Those TikTok teens who started this trend. You need your fucking ear pulled by your mama yep. and you need to go to jail.
2: Them Sigma Apple Pie boys.
0: Sigma
1: I, Apple I,
2: Pie. That's so, so you know, did it sitting in there. They boat shoes on and shit. <laughs> Chilling. Not Sigma apple pie. Sigma oh apple my God.
0: Pie, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Moving on to our fucking potpourri topic. Um, yes. Can I just like go on record? I'm trying. I I I know that like we all are busy a lot of times. Darien has really been carrying the, the topic she has. load. Yeah. Um, and that makes me feel bad. No, don't you feel bad. You shouldn't have to be doing all of that. Like this was, we structured this segment thing so that we all could take one segment. But for the past two weeks, me and Carlton been like, yeah, I mean, that sounds good. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like, I love it. Let's do that one. Yeah. I think
2: I'm
1: a little more, like, into the news thing anyway. <laughs> right.
2: you like, like, so we doing the show this week, right?
1: I just want to say. What, th- what are the
0: topics? I just want to say thank you. I just want to say thank you for, like, really leading like, yeah, the charge in. on the whole topic thing. I don't want you to feel, like, yeah, appreciate it at all.
1: I do not mind at all next week I'm gonna let y'all take it though. (laughs) I
2: I got a topic already. There we
0: go. Good. Okay, cool.
1: All right, so this one I found. It was tell us the craziest thing the craziest thing you ever did for love. Uh shout out to the shade room once again. Thank you for the content. Um one girl said thinking about the time I bought a man a car and I was catching the bus because he was going to be a famous rapper one day. Sheesh So with that being said what is the craziest thing you have ever subjected yourself to and or done in a relationship for Cal- love?
2: Carlton, go first. Ooh.
0: I still need thinking time.
2: I think I have two. So we'll start with the old, the, the farthest and back. And
1: tell me how old you were when you did
2: it, too. Okay, so I was t- 21. It's so okay. my ex-girlfriend. We met in, like, in November... Early December and I knew her for two weeks three weeks she was like you should come visit me like where I'm from I'm broke <laughs> nigga bought a plane ticket <gasps> and went and visited her D- she lived with her parents okay what I just showed up and I'm like oh so your parents are cool with me like staying here she's like oh yeah, you know, like, it should be fine. It should be. I'm in her house already at this point. I'm like, I'm going to sleep on the street tonight. There's no Carlton. way. I, when I say this shit was crazy, it was legitimately crazy. <laughs> and her parents walked in, and I'm like, hi. And they were cool, but I know they definitely were like, if we are like, no, then, sh- you know, she'll do whatever they want anyway. But I, that was one crazy. Second one was when... <laughs> I was talking to Molly, and I'm sitting <laughs> in Cougar Village in my room on some boss shit. I felt like a fucking baller, okay. So
1: in Cougar Village.
2: In Cougar, in Cougar, yeah, my shit was nice, okay. <laughs> so I just
1: remember those dusty ass apartments.
2: Yeah, no, my shit was nice, okay. We were dust free. <laughs> um, Hello. All right. So I'm sitting on my bed like texting her and stuff, and she's like, "You know, my birthday's coming up," and I was like, "Oh yeah, what you want for your birthday?" And she's like, I want some Ugg slippers. And I was like, what's your address? On some real, like, smooth, like, I felt like an NBA player type shit. Oh, what's your address? She told me her address. I was like, I just ordered them. And I was like, this can go either one or two ways. She going to get them shoes, never talk to a nigga again. Or she going to get them mugs, and she going to wear them around. I'm like, I bought them bitches for her. <laughs> that was probably, those would be the two craziest things I did. Because it ended up working out, because now, you know, she my girl, but. Yeah, I was definitely like, you know what? I don't care, man.
0: Put it on the credit card.
1: Mm-mm, the plane ticket on Carlton, I would have never in my life. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, you were really dumb for that. Yeah, she could have murdered you. What was the color of this girlfriend?
2: She was from the Caucus Mountains.
0: Oh, you were really <laughs> dumb. Then. Yeah, she
1: this, was... this, this, First this off, ha- no black parents are gonna let a random ass oh, nigga from another state no. sleep in the house. My this, mom I'm...
2: wouldn't let me and Molly sleep in the same room at her house right now, and we live together.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would still be on the couch yo did this did this happen to you before after the get out by Jordan Peele before Oh, I'm okay. telling all you right, right, right now all right, If all right.
2: I actually my ex we went and saw get out together and I told her strip, I said look if I was 13 you know 12 years old when this shit came out wouldn't be here with you. We would have broken up. <laughs> Wouldn't be here with you. <laughs>
0: That's funny. Hey, I ju- that just made me think about like all the all the kids who happened to be thirteen when Get Out came out. Yeah, they're never dating white no. women. No, we just. Oh, thank you, Jordan Peele. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. social activism? I was like, there's no way in hell. He's now prevented an entire generation of black men from, from uh, being infected with white attraction affliction. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> or AFF, as I call it. <laughs> if you or any- a loved one have been affected by AFF, please call
1: <laughs> If anything, nobody's just dying in the middle of the woods because they just took a trip. Right. That's yeah. the most that's happening. Now,
0: see, fine as wine, I know you got some crazy ass stories. What uh-huh. you done did
2: talking about okay. my plane ticket
1: i'll talk about the most serious one i subjected myself into being in a relationship with a man whose parents were racist clansmen basically yes um Whew. who literally called me the n-word who literally who it, called
0: you the n-word oh to his to, parents to,
1: not to me but yes. oh yes his oh, parents the...
0: his parents was
1: oh excuse me we gotta take that name out <laughs> not that he fucking listens to this shit. i know that what motherfucker a... Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to download like
0: a sens- like a sensor pack so that we can keep the words in and I can just put a beep yeah, on I it. Yeah, I want to nice. do that. That'll be so cute. Because yeah.
1: sometimes I Damn. think that would make more sense. But, uh, but y'all dated for three years. Never once met them. They would act like I didn't exist in public. Um, and we, first off, they y'all were- would do
2: like public events together?
1: No. The, no, it's just like, so we worked together at Schnooks. They would come in and grocery sh- shop, not say anything to me. Um, I worked at several restaurants downtown that they frequented uh, and would ignore me, like literally would come wow. up in my Darian. shit and ignore me. Yeah. That makes
2: me sad, man, because honestly, we from the a and Alton is very you learn because
1: they act like it's not, but it might be it low is very, key, but it is right.
2: I all through high school, middle school, I had white friends and, you know, white girls were prominent in the area. But I cannot yes, tell prominent. you, I cannot tell you how many times I heard from white girls, Carlton, you're so cool, but I just, I can't date you because you're black, and that shit. Said that to you? Oh yeah, they were multiple like multiple times. They were
1: actually they, were they like, would say that
2: shit, then be like, but I'll suck your dick though, like.
1: Yeah, and go, they what? Were, yeah, there were girls who, uh, <laughs> there were girls who were literally like, my parents won't let me do that kind
2: of. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> My granddad would be so mad. I'm like, I'm not trying to date that nigga, though. I'm trying right. to show ass. You. That- oh, my God. Yeah.
1: By, honestly, you, yours pu- you is dodged way... a lot of bullets. Yeah,
2: but that, Darian, that makes me sad. Yeah, like,
0: yours is actually quite I, don't that. I think, yeah. like,
1: the thing is with me, I was so ready to have something different that I was blind to, like, the way what was going on that was making me feel. Because sure. that was
2: a big change from Coach.
1: That's what I'm saying. That
2: was a big change. And
1: it was one that it was just, I realized it was a, it was oh. something that went way too far. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You've talked yeah. about so, how, like, you really like, don't. like, that is, if I could change anything and go back and do things differently, that is probably the one thing I regret in my life, is allowing myself. Did
2: they ever, like, call you names to your face, or was it they always, he be like, They never talked to
1: me, but him, him and his... His little sister, literally, I wanted to tell her off so bad. Oh, I have a fucking story. I never thought to tell this on oh here. Oh, my God. So, so first off, the little girl would be saying things, and she's my age. She's not little, but I'm a, she is a mm.
0: little little. She's a little girl.
1: Yeah, <laughs> little girl. She would say things like, because she would volunteer at the Boys and Girls Club and be like, oh, little, the little nigglets today. You're fucking lying. No. At, at, the, at the fucking dinner table with her family like it's a joke. <gasps>
2: um no she
1: called she said to um what's his name one time at least i'm not dating a black girl was what she said to him
2: y'all are sitting at the dinner table
1: no i wasn't there i was never at their house
2: but he would he would sit through this shit and then tell you about it yeah okay you I should it. have stuffed her in her mouth
1: look it gets better okay um so she actually also worked at schnooks at the same time that the, the both of us did
2: you gotta
0: tell me names when we get off this show I oh, you fu-
1: you'll you know her. She just is, like, quiet and
0: funny looking. Let's do an experiment. Say her name, and then I'll bleep it. Okay. Okay, great. I don't know her.
1: No, because she was really quiet in high school. Mm. She was, like, one of those girls that nobody really talked to. She didn't really have friends. Okay. And it makes sense why. But anywho.
0: She doesn't. Just- Okay. I told my
1: mom, because like that that shit honestly it really upset me. And I couldn't physically say anything to because one, we'd be at work together, so I'm not gonna go off on her at work. And I was never around the bitch when, you know, obviously I'm not gonna hang out with you. Right fucking racist. Right. So anyway, my mom being, you know, the blessing that she is. She told her. Oh, she did. Um so <laughs> One time I did before I found out that she was saying this shit to me, and it was after the fact um, that this happened. But I went to fucking mass with him. He asked me to go. Oh lord. I know.
2: (laughs) Stand up, sit down, stand up. Essentially,
1: look, I and it was. Shit. This is why. First off, if I were to pick any religion, it definitely is not Catholicism. Fuck that religion. But.
0: um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that one is so boring. Hey, so I don't actually know if you can hear me or if you're listening at all, but, like, I didn't say that. Right. You up there who's running things allegedly. That allegedly. Was, that was that nigga. So direct lightning <laughs> in that general direction.
1: <laughs> Anywho, though, yeah, that would be the last option. Um, We are at mass, whatever, Funny. go home. A couple days later, I hear she's saying this shit about me. So then I'm talking to my mom because I'm like, so, she really feels this way about me, but will, like, smile in my face type shit. Right. Because, like I said, we fucking work together. Um. So, one day, my mom was at the grocery store in the line. I love waiting. this.
2: I know she did her little walk. Andrea. <laughs> she's like, I'm about to check this bitch. Well, here's the thing.
1: <laughs> she didn't even know that she was in her line. So, she's waiting in line. She's kind of playing on her phone. She's got, like, a couple groceries in her hands. Gets up to the front. Looks up. And it just so happens to be... <laughs> and my mom is like, oh this is fate. And she goes up to her and she was like, like being all perky and fake. How are you today? You know, whatever, whatever you got to say uh, as you're checking people out. Right. And my mom's like, I'm cool. How was mass? And Ooh. <laughs> the girl said, Oh, it was nice. And my mom said, did you ask for forgiveness? <gasps> and I was like, what do you mean? Ask for forgiveness. And she said, for saying all that racist shit about my daughter. Oh, and there was all these people behind my mom
2: she had that boo-boo face i know she did
1: and essentially what happened that night is she went home literally bawling her eyes out to her family okay you got called out for being racist shut the fucking tears off and she was texting me Talking about your mom shouldn't have done that. And I was like, what she should
0: have done was fuck her up. Right. For real. You're looking, but, about, you're looking at my mom and didn't, didn't yank her fucking ha- uh, hair down. You that's joking? what could have
1: happened and what should have happened and what would have happened. Hello? Had y'all not have been in a goddamn grocery store. So I'm like, <laughs> stop crying to me <laughs> about your sister. I can care less about those alligator tears. I'm happy she looks fucking stupid at work. Um, <laughs> with that being said, anyway... That is the dumbest thing I've ever subjected myself to for damn. a relationship. Goddamn. And only to make things worse, Sean was a fucking Trump supporter.
0: Well, hallelujah. And
1: it, that ooh. was the kind of the last straw for me yeah. at that point. I was like, wow, you really are racist.
0: Well, I hope he's doing terribly. <laughs> um. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, ooh, go ahead. I'll you tell know, you. you I'll, have another one, right? Yeah, I was going to say
0: something. <laughs> <laughs> no, say it. I got a couple.
1: Well, I was say, yeah, you had two. No, this is also very much including this. Um at one time I think thought about breaking up with me because his parents were like telling him they were gonna stop paying for shit and like all this other stuff if he didn't break up with me. I was at work, I started acting a fucking fool, man. I was like, Okay, um to my boss, I need to leave. Um, I can't work here right now. I'm about to do some crazy shit. And I didn't say that, essentially. I was just like, I'm going home. I don't feel good, I need to leave. And I left and I fucking circled their house for a couple hours just trying to think or decide if I was going to knock do. on the door. Mm-hmm. I end up not. I talked myself off the ledge. But when I say I circled that house for Jesus. fucking hours, <laughs> I it was I was like a P.I. or something. You couldn't fucking I was trying to
0: man. Damn.
1: But mm, I've done other crazy things for my friends and their boyfriends
0: yeah you're supportive in that way yeah i feel like if i ever needed you to like
1: i'll, oh, I'll also definitely pop up on my man if he does some crazy shit right but that's <laughs> yet to happen yet
0: so i really i i have two um and one of I, I don't have a bunch of like crazy relationship stories like most of mine have been pretty chill except for the one with that boy um <sighs> which was complicated and weird. You were around for that. Didn't I Like tell the story where you were when you were here? I think
1: Miranda was here when you told the story. Okay, yeah.
0: so I'll send you the episode then. But okay. most of our relationships have been, have been pretty chill. I'm going to talk more about a story during my whole phase, um, which was three years withstanding. Like it was, I was in the screeds, girl. <laughs> so I was in the grinder sewers, um, and any gay man who might be listening to this show, you know how grinder operates. It's a cesspool. But I have I have social me I have dating social media in three categories in my head. Bumble is where you go to find a husband. Like yeah. whatever. Tinder, you might could, you know, fondle some nuts or whatever, but you also could get like a little boyfriend off there. Like and you might have a pretty substantial relationship. Grinder, I am just trying to get my dick sucked. That's all. And there there is a mutual expectation on the site where that's all. Like, don't ask me what my life goals are, girl. How, how big is your mouth? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, and so you sort of adapt. Like, there cool. are things that I have said and done on Grinder that I would never have said or done on Bumble. Because it's just not the social expectation. Like, a vast majority of St. Louis gay men have seen my penis unsolicited. Because that's just the T on Grinder. Like my my penis has rotated around St. Louis, and that's fine. But so <laughs> was on Grinder horny, right? And um was minding other people's business because that's what you do on Grinder. Not not mind your own. Um, uh, and this dude popped up, and I'm gonna try the sensor button, and we're gonna see if it works. So his name was So it was mad cute to me. I was like, oh, like he's super fine, blah blah. And um he like we had like you know, tentatively set up, you know, an adult meeting or whatever the fuck. And he, I was like, you know, what's your, you know, drop your pin, what you, what's your location, blah, blah. Because the uh, one of the parts of the culture on Grindr, like not to let y'all into gay people's business too much, <clears throat> but one of the, like some of the culture on Grindr is like being gay, like the gay experience is either you don't have a car or you don't have a house. Like. For real? That it genuinely like that is just kind of part of the experience either you don't have a car or you don't have a house and if you if you do have a car and you do have a house you're shitty at driving right that's just that's how it works.
1: very much you it's
0: and i'm shitty at driving
1: yeah, you drive like a grandma
0: terrible driver right mm-hmm. so it was very much like he I, gets there safe okay Thank you. You see, how, you see how
1: he was holding on to the wheel like this, though, pulling up to 54th that's Street?
0: The, that's the fucking law, nigga, 10 and 2. <laughs> the fuck? He don't got no tickets, though. Right. Hello? Don't do me. <laughs> don't do me. Um, so, you know, it was very much, I have, you know, has a house and I have a car. Okay, cool. I'm going to come and see you. And we're going to do what we're going to do. An hour drive. I, I went to go see this man an hour. He lives way the Christ out in Missouri somewhere in like one of the Red Sea white neighborhoods. Oh, damn. This oh. is a black man. He was very fine looking on Grinder, like very fine. Juicy ass lips, girl. I was like, this is finna be crazy. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to get rearranged, girl. Like, or I'm about to do some rearranging, like just depending on how it goes. But so we get there, or I get there, and he comes out. And his voice is real high, like this. It's real high, just like this. And he looked like his voice is gonna be deeper. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, and this is not fat shaming. And like, I don't think what I'm about to say is very radical, but I would fuck fat people. Like, I, I find I am sexually attracted to fat to fat people. Whatever. Like, it's fine. But he did not look in person the way he looked on grinder pictures. Oh. Did not. Was a lot more heavier set. His voice register was very, very high. And it was an hour away from where I lived. I was like, this is a trip. But you all come, everybody comes to a crossroads in life. My crossroads was, well, I drove an hour to get my dick sucked. So I don't really care what you look like or what you sound like. I'm going to get my dick sucked. (laughs) So I went in there and I was like, where's your, I was like, do you live here by yourself? He's like, this is my mama's house. And I was like, Whatever, nigga. So he hands me a blunt <laughs> in
1: the, his fucking mother's house. When we get Whatever, in there, nigga. happy Happy Four Twenty.
0: <laughs> um, and I was smoking it, and I was like, "Oh, this is nice." And he was like, "I'm happy you like it because I laced the blunt with cocaine." <laughs>
1: no, the fuck he did. He didn't tell you that till after you took a hit.
0: I had taken like several hits. Oh and no! So, so, <laughs> oh
1: see, no! See, you've tried it there. You so, fucked up.
0: He said it, and I was immediately like. and, like, putting the blunt down. He's like... Right, right. Trying to, like, unsmoke what I smoke. And he was like, I'm just playing. Like, I'm just kidding. And I was like... (laughs) I was like, that's not funny. (laughs) No, it's not, dude. (laughs) Fuck you. whole time, though, I'm thinking, I'm still going to let them suck my dick. Like, I'm still... And so, we had sex. Like, we had sex twice. I got my dick sucked. And then I left and then but i remember as i was leaving he was like i bet you don't even remember what my name is and i told him what his name was because i'm like whatever but i'm like i'm thinking casually in my head i'm like well this was fine but i'm probably not gonna do this again but another part of grinder's lying to people right so you just say stuff in the moment to get in the car like i'm just trying to get what i need from you so that i can leave so he's like i'm gonna see you again and i was like yeah you know baby you know anytime blah blah lies like i'm just like <laughs> actually grinder if you want to see the worst that i can be you just look at my grinder messages like i i'm a terrible person on that app before i became a saved housewife um <laughs> so we fuck and i'm like that's probably not gonna happen anymore proceeds to blow my phone up for months after that jesus because i guess it was when so they're putting work <laughs>
1: First off, he fucking laced your shit. Of course I'm not about to fucking reply to I you. I
0: suppose that a real nigga came and busted it down <laughs> that good, whereas it was really like, I want you to come over here every four days, like like frequently, and was blowing up my phone. I wasn't responding, because huh. why the fuck would I? So calls me trash, and then I block him on on Grinder. No issues at all. My... This is related to a story that I've told on the show before. My peepee starts burning a little bit. Oh. Oh shit. And like I said, I've already told the story about how I like contracted like syphilis or whatever. So like I don't like that's fine. But in and amongst that period of time in my life where I was like, I think I might have the clap. Like I had to call previous sexual partners, which means I had to go and unblock on Grinder and go and message him like, hey, I know it's been a while, and I know we use protection. But my pee burning, and I would like to know if you had been tested. So he didn't respond to my text for months. Months. By the time he responded back to me, I was like, girl, I'm fine. Like, I done already got the medication. Like, I don't need you no more, whatever the fuck. So put myself out there for a nigga who I thought was fine, who I thought had a deep voice, and who I thought was going to be, like, a lot cooler than he was, Ended up being some, like, loving hip-hop ass bottom who looked nothing like he did in person and also was missing teeth. Oh, yep. Which was hard to look at, felt great. <laughs> Here's
1: my thing. <laughs> his family has money, but he can't get teeth?
0: Hello? Or his own car. There was also a moment where, like, we were, like, doing foreplay or whatever, and I kind of felt like one of his teeth was going to fall out in my mouth, and that was really scary for me. Now, again, I still Date had sex over. with him. Day <laughs> over. We still fucked. And then I think I went to work or something like that. I think
2: that's one of those, because you're like, man, I already drove all this way. I'm. <laughs> it was
0: that. I was like, I already spent the gas money. I'm like, unless you're going to Venmo me for my for my drive over here, come on, get on over here. And he also, so for gays who are listening to this, he didn't actually have lube. He had like a like a jar of petroleum jelly, like Vaseline. Just in case you're like wondering what kind of person he is. So that's the sex story. The other story, which is actually quite sweet because- That it,
1: one was long as hell too, Justin.
0: <laughs> this one is super short and it has a sweet ending because all's well that ends well. The craziest thing that I've ever done in a relationship is move in with, a partner after one and a half months of being in a relationship with him. Ooh. Hiro. Mm. And I, I say crazy. I don't mean bad in this, in this context. It literally like we had been dating for like, uh, like maybe 60 days, (laughs) maybe. And I needed to leave my house because I needed to leave my house. And I was like, I don't have anywhere to go if I leave. And he was like, you can literally stay here with me indefinitely for free. Like, we don't have to pay bills at all. And I was like, that sounds really, really stupid. Like I was like, that sounds like a terrible idea. I was like, we don't know each other that well, like that, blah, blah. But I just fucking did it. And now we are a year past that. Um, this is the love of my life. Like, I just Aww. told you I'm, like, really trying to, like, build life with this man like we have kids names picked out um, up, we have man. a like very tinted, like he's oh. he's not letting me have kids until 20, 20 when y'all are like 30 yeah we have to be I have to be 30 before he lets me have the first of our fucking kids which poo on you for that but that's the craziest relationship thing I've ever ever done because it was just so like it was so on the spot and I was so sure that it was gonna fail I was like This is gonna end disastrously. And don't get me wrong, like we had our growing pains or whatever. But that honestly, like, it turned out so well. Because I really have this person in my life who I'm like, that's one of my best friends. Like, and I get to come home to him and it's like very nice and sweet and like peaceful or whatever the fuck. That's yeah. The moral of the story is move in with them after the first month and a half. And (laughs) everything will work out just fine. (laughs) Um Let's move to our For the Record segment um, in which we talk about things that we are either really pissed about or things that we love very dearly. Who would like to go first this week? Oh, I want to go last because I I'm still thinking, think. yeah. Okay, so <laughs> I think, because I also wanted to go last, but that's <laughs> fine. Um, I can definitely go. Um, first off, uh, the... And this is just a couple random firings off. Uh, Derechoven is my highly is my uh, my obsession for this week. I'm so happy that you're going to jail, rot in prison, and die. I love it so so much. That's number one. Number two is actually a highly offended, and it is for Amtrak. Wow. <laughs> now, girl, I'm a I'm a car driver. I drive cars. I fly on planes. I. We'll take a bus every now and again, if need be. Like, I don't really take trains as means for transportation because it's really not necessary in the area that I live and the line of work that I, like, maintain. My boyfriend is a city slicker, like, and also he's gay, so he cannot drive, right? Because I told you, (laughs) as a gay person, you cannot actually have both. (laughs) So he has a living space, does not have a car. Because that's just how the gay math works. It's Gim Gimdaz. So, I had to buy a train ticket. I wanted to buy a train ticket to surprise my boyfriend because he lives four or five hours away from his mama, who he loves very dearly, and who he cannot see on a frequent basis. And it was Mother's Day coming up, and I wanted to do something very sweet for my boyfriend. And you motherfuckers and your ratty-ass app have the audacity to accuse me of theft and fraud. From my fucking credit card or debit card or whatever the fuck card it is that I have in the goddamn wallet, girls, I I don't know on good grounds if it was racial profiling because I know you can't see my picture when I'm, like, uploading for the for the payment processing or whatever, but I kind of feel like it was racially motivated, right? <laughs> I just feel that way. And I think it's bullshit that this has been going on since yesterday afternoon, and the bank is confused because the bank's like, we didn't decline your shit, mama. Like, we don't know what's going on. But then y'all don't have a number to call for Amtrak for me to either complain or just call a nigga to book my train ticket via phone instead of this ratty-ass fucking app that y'all have. Or even on the website, which the exact same fucking message. You ruined my fucking surprise with my boyfriend. And it fine. it's not that big of a deal, I suppose. But I still get to be pissed about it because you guys don't understand how incredibly and overwhelmingly difficult it is to surprise him. Like he is so fucking nosy about like he because he's very routine minded. And so if you deviate from the routine in any capacity, he immediately keys into it. And so yesterday <clears throat> when I was leaving his boss's office after getting him taken off the motherfucking schedule for the week that I needed him to be off the schedule for, I went in through, there's two doors to get into my apartment building. I usually come in through this door, right? This time I came in through this door. So he was like, why'd you come in through that door?
1: That's exactly how I would be.
0: Like really, really was about to start (laughs) grilling me about stuff. And then was like, do you have something planned? Like when I, like when he got home later that day, he's like, do you have something planned? And I was like, even though the whole time I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, <laughs> girls, it would have been easier. It really would have been easier if y'all just would have let me do what I need to do because then I had to call him earlier today and tell him about the surprise, which then obviously ruins the fucking surprise. And so I'm highly offended about that. Number 2, and then I'm almost number 3, and I'm almost I'm done after this. The obsession, another obsession that I had this week is a show on HBO called Generation Generation is a show about uh, like this gaggle of uh, teenagers in like LA or something like that. Um, just kind of growing up and experiencing life, and they're all like gay as hell or whatever the fuck. If you liked Euphoria at all, I think you will end up liking Generation more because I make the argument that Generation is what Euphoria was supposed to be. Or maybe Generation is like, the more happy-go-lucky comedic comedic cousin of Euphoria, because Euphoria is dark as fuck, right? Like, there are teenagers overdosing on drugs. There are, like, trans teens, like, hooking up with grimy men on Grindr who are, like, 40 years older than them. There's all this, like, weird trauma-based shit on there that Generation just doesn't go through. Like, it was a genuine good time. It's funny as fuck. Uh, the motherfucker from... Uh, not Get Out. Get Up? get br- Get down the get down on netflix light-skinned dude the light-skinned dude from the get down is on is like one of the stars of uh generation uh, it's on hbo max um if you have the shit please go check that shit out it is a phenomenal television <clears throat> program and i'm done
1: okay i'll go real quick because i actually just remembered so i'm actually binging this show on netflix that it's a CW series called Dynasty. I don't okay. know if you guys have seen it. Mm-mm. It's really good because um, well, just to give you like a synopsis uh, this family is wealthy beyond means and they own this company um, not really sure exactly what it is but he is recently just married He, the guy who owns the company recently just married this woman who works for him and he has a daughter who wants to take over the company. So those two are kind of going head to head on like who gets it and everything but it's really good because you kind of get to see how money works and how they operate on the money side because sometimes you don't Mm -hmm. always get to see that so you get to kind of see like how they try and avoid scandal what they do with their money to like maybe pinpoint someone else as the perpetrator rather than themselves and then how they can like then flip a situation Using their coin. Gotcha. So it's really cool. Um, it's a drama. It's really good. Um, the girl who plays, uh, I don't know her name. I can't remember her name in the show, but Liz, she is from Victorious. She played Jade.
0: Oh, I love her. Yeah. I can't think of her name for shit. So oh, she's
1: really good at already being snarky. Yeah. So that's exactly what she does in the show. I fucking love her. She's great. Can't stand the wife. But... It's really good. It's really interesting. Um, I'm only in the first season, but it's so fucking juicy. It's so juicy. I love it.
0: Okay. Carlton.
2: Um, for the record this week, I am obsessed with my little sister.
0: Oh, my God.
2: She is out here, y'all. When I say I'm proud of her, my sister works hard. She works very, very hard for everything um, that she has and that she does. And she just recently literally yesterday went out, bought her first car, like like new car for her, like, um, cause she had an older car and it was just messing up. And on Saturday, this past weekend, me and her went and she was like, I want you to help me look for cars. So we're doing all this research, trying to find places and Saturday we just didn't find anything. She sends me a snap last night, brand new car. And I'm like, I'm proud of you. Like of, of all my siblings, like I don't worry. I know if something was to happen, she would be okay. I don't worry about her being all right. She works hard. She does school. She always has at least three jobs. She, uh, she does not miss a paycheck. And I'm I'm proud of her. So that's my my obsession this week is just her making these moves. Got her own apartment. Got her own car. This, work, black girl, work. That's right.
0: oh What a cute way to end the show. It was. <laughs> after all that, we went through. I loved that. Uh, so that has been this week's episode of For the Record. Uh, Please be sure to follow us on all the social media accounts that'll be in the description box. Um, Make sure to spread the word about our show. Like people, uh, please stay safe in these streets, uh, and we will see you all next week.